Hello, everybody. Welcome to this first Lunar Lessons uh, episode of the uh, Rockstar Manifestors podcast. And this is something that I will be doing, exclu not exclusively, but for audio and consuming it by audio or video purposes. This will be uh, exclusive to podcast content. It will not be something that is on my Facebook lives because I think it is important to, even though I use content, uh, repurpose it or use it in different ways, it's also important to have stuff that is uniquely or specifically for certain areas or more designed for, for that area. So for the podcast, I will be sharing my Lunar Lessons episodes. And what Lunar Lessons are, is they are, it's basically me holding myself accountable by sharing my new moon intentions, things that I learned through the lunar cycle, and what has come out of that. And that is a way, like I said, for me to stay accountable in setting my intentions or doing my work and also realizing and sharing the, the honesty, <laughs> the times I don't or and or how things change because even the foundational or practices and rituals and things that we do on a regular basis will evolve over time or change sometimes for a short while and sometimes completely different or permanently because something else has evolved or it has turned into and evolved into something new so that's what i'm doing here and i had previously been sharing my lunar lessons via email. So I will continue to share it via email and share, you know, send out an email to let you all know who are on my email list when the lunar lessons podcast is up. And so for the most part, I try to have the lunar lessons e er, email and podcast now up by around the time of the new moon or shortly thereafter. So then the lunar lessons will be for the previous lunar cycle as we're heading into the new lunar cycle. So things being what they are, and of course, um, <clears throat> this is a perfect example of what I talked about, how things change. This initial podcast episode of the lunar lessons is actually going to be a recap. It's going to be a recap from September of 2022 to the present, which is uh, January of 2023. We are now, as of the day that I'm recording this, which is January 22nd, we are in the new moon of Aquarius, the Aquarius new moon. And so it was yesterday, so we're still in that new moon energy. So I'm not going to talk about the Aquarius new moon and this lunar cycle until next episode. But the reason that I am doing a recap from September of 2022 is because in September of 2022, I had what you might refer to or what I do refer to as a tower moment. So if you are familiar with tarot and the tower card, which is when things are kind of shaking and it feels or it may look like things are falling apart or you know, there's just a lot of crumbling and things changing and shifting chaotically, that is what happened starting September 7th of 2022. Now, if 
you are listening to this podcast sometime in the vicinity of the time that I record it. So of January, late January, early February, 2023, uh, be sure to get on my email list or keep an eye out because I will be recording a bonus, um, a bonus podcast episode sharing the events that transpired on September 7th and kind of the process, process and progress through that. I did do a Facebook live on my Blue Moon Manifestations page about that. And so I don't want to just upload that episode because it's not, I did a lot of interacting and answering questions and kind of comments of people that were on the live. So I do want to, again, honor the podcast platform. So I will be recording a bonus episode of that. And if you're listening to this in the future, after this episode has been recorded and posted, the episode number and a link will be in the show notes of this episode. So you'll be able to find it and, you know, catch up or get in on that information and see how I'm applying, you know, what I'm learning and, um, my practices and how they carry me forward, how I sustain them, how they change, how sometimes I may not stick with them, all the all the process, all part of the process. So, uh, and I am, if you're watching this on Spotify, there's the video component. So you will see me looking down at notes if you're watching that. And if you're simply listening, then it won't matter because you can't, <laughs> you won't be able to tell. So just as before we get going, the Lunar Lessons episodes will be specifically for the podcast. And I will send out an email as well to keep that going. And I am looking to do them um, monthly, like as the, the lunar cycle progresses and into the next lunar cycle. This initial one is a recap. So just kind of going over real quickly what I have already just said. And um Okay, so that initiated all this kind of cha- started changing with the tower moment that I had in 20 September of 2022. And from that <clears throat> that sequence of events and those circumstances, I began to realize from then to now, I have m- had this realization that even our core foundational practices can change. And um depending on what is going on in our life. And so not to beat ourselves up, don't beat yourself up when things change or when you can't do things the way that you have always done them or the way that you want to do them. And it looks different or you're not able to do it um, for a stretch of time. Don't beat yourself up. That can apply for working out, for the way you eat, for changing your habits, anything at all. So that is an overall lunar lesson that I have learned over this, this last four, what is it? Four, four or five months or so. So let's get into it. And I'm just going to do a quick recap. And again, how you can, you can get on my email list. There will be a link in the show notes so that you get the notifications when new podcast episodes are up, when bonus podcast episodes are shared about different things and just keep up to date on that. And you can also subscribe to the podcast (laughs) that will also notify you when new episodes are shared. Um, In addition to the uh, Lunar Lessons podcast episodes, every uh, Wednesday, I record a Facebook Live about a topic or conversation or something, um, you know, that I plan. And then I do repost that as a podcast episode by Friday. So the live is on Wednesday. And then by Friday, 
the podcast episode is up so you can consume that content in the way that suits you best, watching the live, watching the replay, or listening to it on podcast um, and watching the video if you happen to be on listening on Spotify, which is where I uh, host my Anchor by Spotify is where I host my podcast. So, but it's distributed to all the major podcast platforms. So here we go. Um, I'm recording this. Uh, okay. So September of 2022, the new moon in September was on September 25th. And that was the Libra new moon. So like I said, kind of like the tower moment happened on September 7th. So this was a bit of time, a few weeks or so, a couple weeks uh, before this new moon. And so in that stretch of time, I was still in the process of seeing what was coming next, how these circumstances were going to play out. What was I doing moving forward? And so I was not really cognizant or aware of oh, the new moon is here. I have to do my new moon intentions. And I didn't even worry about it. What I realized looking back as I reflected getting prepared for this episode, I didn't even really worry about it. It's like, okay, yes, I heard talk of the new moon and there was just other things going on in my life. So I didn't really say, oh, the new moon's tomorrow or, oh, I missed the new moon. It's just like, okay, somewhere along the way, I, you know, I knew it was the new moon and that it was the Libra new moon. But I did not set specific intentions. I didn't even do a new moon journaling or card pull or anything that I would normally do. I didn't do any of that. Um, I just was really focused on getting through this process and figuring out the next, not even figuring out, identifying the next step, seeing what was being revealed to me or how this would benefit me and how it would play out. So um, not being really aware of the new moon coming and going, no intention set. But as this, the the events and the cho the choices that I made and the actions or steps that I took, I began to realize that um, even though I had not set new moon intentions, a new moon intention for September or the Libra new moon. I realized that I was focused. What was happening naturally was that I was being intentional about my actions. I was being intentional on focusing on the practices that I have developed to carry me through. Uh, being intentional about journaling, like all the emotions and all the mindset stuff and all the you know uncertainty of what was going on journaling, documenting that, even if it was simply just a brain dump to get, you know, shit out of my head so that I could go to sleep at night or so that I wouldn't, you know, continue to perpetuate this story or a conversation that wasn't helpful, journaling and jotting it down. Physical activity. I was very aware that I needed to keep moving in the sense of getting out for walks, even if it was not very long even if it wasn't every day, getting some physical activity and maintaining, because I was doing, you know, I went from where I was living to staying with my brother and sister-in-law for a while. And in this transitional process, I was very aware that I need to keep my physical activity going. It might not look like doing Pilates or yoga every morning like I had, but 
doing it the days that I had the energy or that I made time to do that, even in the transition of all this, even though it wasn't every day, getting out to do something, being outside, being outside just to sit in the sun for a while, being outside to take some deep breaths and get some fresh air and just get out of um, the house, um, sitting outside, sitting outside while I had a cup of coffee. These types of moments, I was being very intentional about curating and having them and riding the wave of events as they came, like I said, not knowing what they all were going to be, riding the wave of events, riding that wave of emotions that came like, you know, within the course of, you know, an afternoon, I could feel lots of different things and very intentional about checking in with myself through journaling and through breath practices when I was doing the movement, just checking in with myself, having conversations with myself to see how I was doing and writing that out through journaling. So that was kind of what was evolving and happening naturally. And what I realized in that September-ish timeframe, between September 25th, like the end of September into October, that being intentional is what I was actually focusing on. And that was okay because of everything else, setting new moon intentions was just not on the plate for me in that time. But I was still very aware of checking in with myself and and doing things intentionally and noticing when I wasn't so that I could get back to it. And I realized in that, that scope of time that the practices I had developed, I was leaning on them. I was by default uh, relying on them, like meditating and listening to guided meditations or positive um, input that I was getting, like audiobooks and podcasts. And they weren't always serious. Sometimes it was funny. Uh, frequently, I learned, I listened to um, learning French podcasts because that was something that I uh, gave myself time to do with everything else going on. That was something that I could do for fun and that I've always kind of been touching on. And it started to reignite this this idea, like, oh, I want to I want to visit Paris and just be there and be able to visit and interact with people. And so I got back to that because of, or not because of, through this practice of simply being intentional about my thoughts, about my actions, checking in with myself and how I was doing. So. And allowing myself to be, you know, to say, okay, today was a shit day and that's okay. <laughs> or, you know, I felt really crappy today and I cried a lot and okay. Or man, I got really frustrated. I had this thought and it really, you know, pissed me off and just like, okay, not judging myself for it, just being aware. So now move into October and this is the Scorpio new moon, and it was a solar eclipse as well. And that new moon was on October 25th. And I'm giving the dates just for reference. I was not specifically like, oh, you know, it's October 25th and I'm skipping my new moon practice. It was never that type of awareness. Just like, you know, it's, it's, it's just not happening right now. So Scorpio is, of course, is, of course, a water sign, which is can be very emotional and it is uh sometimes it can be like investigating or diving into the depths of things seeing the the light at the end of the tunnel 
because Scorpio is that middle water sign between the first water sign, which is Cancer, and the final water sign, which is Pisces. So it can look down into the depths and it can also say, hey, from coming from the depths, there is light at the top. There is that light at the end of the tunnel and how ah, refreshing that is or how it gives you hope and it allows you to realize, or at least me, that things change and they evolve and things are sometimes great and things are sometimes crappy, but they never stay that way. As long as we don't allow ourselves to, you know, stay in the murky, in the murky depths. We can, of course, you know, sometimes maybe that comes easier to some than others. And I was definitely aware of like, like, don't let myself get stuck there. Experience the emotions, feel them, write them out, get angry if I need to, and then move past that. Keep, keep processing and on purpose, get back to something that makes me feel even just a little better if it wasn't 100% better. So because of the, um, looking back on and reflecting the Scorpio new moon during this lunar cycle, I am aware. And I realized that the emotions I was feeling were definitely amplified and for little things, not even having to do with the circumstances that were going on, just watching a, a commercial, you know, that was touching or something. And I'd get more teary than I normally would. I'm a pretty easy crier for movies and things like that. And if someone else is crying, either in a movie or somewhere in my vicinity that I know, I like to say that I don't like to let people cry alone. So I just join on in. <laughs> Happy crying, sad crying, just for emotional support, whatever the case is. So I noticed that, yes, I was feeling emotion much, much more strongly and allowing myself to process them, not push them down, not, um, you know, if I tended to want to avoid them, just realizing, you know, don't avoid it. It might not feel good right now, but it's going to be worse if I stuff this down and if I avoid it or block it out altogether. So allowing myself to feel the emotions and process them either through movement, like walking, going for a walk, uh, through writing. And I also um, realized I was missing. And so I started incorporating because of all the transition that was going on. I hadn't done it regularly was my art journaling and creative journaling. So I started finding little ways to, to make time for that and make that a priority because creativity always makes me feel better, always gives my mind something else to focus on. And very often will help me process process things or I have realizations or aha moments as I'm doing these things. And I allow, you know, that gives the space for these, for this insight or aha moments or remembering something to come up because I'm focusing on something that makes me feel good. And I do that. Um, I realized also that I had very naturally, I wasn't even worried about letting go of the things that I didn't really enjoy doing and were really what ended up being busy work. This was primarily the case in my business, like my business activities, uh, also some of my day-to-day, -day, like in my personal and like, okay, I'm not really enjoying that. So what can I do instead in my personal, personal, like everyday life or, you know, non-business life, I should say. But in my business activities, I really, I realized um, through the journaling and just reflecting and being intentional 
about what I was doing and how I was spending my time that I let go very easily of the busy work. Uh, let's see, where am I at here with my notes that I didn't really enjoy. And we're not really accomplishing anything um, except making me feel busy or like, oh, I'm doing a lot because I'm doing these things. And I gravitated towards, I naturally gravitated towards doing or continuing the things that I enjoyed and the things that felt good to me and that were part of my business, but didn't feel forced. And those things were talking and writing. So that showed up or represented itself as me continuing to do my weekly lives, except I think there was one that I canceled and maybe one that I scheduled for a different day, again, because of what was going on. But I naturally like wanted to do that. I wanted to continue doing my weekly lives on Facebook. I did not have to force myself in any way to do that. So that is something I realized I enjoy. I enjoy this interaction. I enjoy verbally processing things and sharing information on whatever level people are willing or able to, you know, accept it, receive it, and, uh, can you know, let them in, let you guys in on what was going on in my life. So I naturally continued to do that. And the writing showed up, of course, as journaling for both personal and business purposes, but also continuing with my weekly emails and finding a way that felt good in sharing, like, what does the format look like? What does the frequency look like? Not holding myself to this rigid standard. Oh, it has to be this many times per week or per month, or it has to be about these things. No, I shared about things that I naturally wanted to share about, not that I was supposed to, or like, oh, well, I haven't done that. Like the, the lunar lessons emails, those didn't happen in that time but the weekly emails did. Sometimes I just shared in random information on, you know, or information on a random day. So those things, and then the blog, my blog became more consistent during that time. And my blog is also a repurposing of my weekly Wednesday live. I embed the video on the blog post and I write about it. So you can read it and or watch the video. The written format usually includes a little bit more detail or dives a little bit more into something that I talked about on the live. So it is a different format of that same, that weekly Wednesday live. Share Gets spread out and shared in different ways. And they're not all exactly the same, but they stem from the same thing. So um, let's see. And I also realized that I was looking at the busy work that I let go of, that I realized I was just doing to fill time. I, uh, that felt good and enjoyed and finding, I realized that I was finding new ways to approach the busy work and the new ways consisted of both mindset, what my thinking was about the busy work. And do I have to do it this way just because, you know, oh, the algorithm's going to go crazy or not going to share my stuff if I don't post every day. I started to let go of that and be like, that's okay. Because if I share information and content that is genuine, then it will find the people that it's destined for. It will find the people who want it 
and it will find the people that are needing it, maybe not on that day, but at the right time because I'm creating it and it's still living there on, you know, to be seen and rewatched and heard on in a different way. So the way I approached it, looking the mindset and that I started to build new ways of doing things based on that. What do I like to do? What do I enjoy and what needs to absolutely get done? And how can I either make that more enjoyable change my way of thinking so that I don't dread it or put it off so often and get better at it or find the help and support that I need. Maybe I can, um, what is the word? Delegate, delegate some of the things to other people. And so I have started looking into that. What does that look like for me? What can that look like for me? What are the things that I don't enjoy that I can delegate to someone else and create that space for myself? And so that ties into that Scorpio emotion, like what is feeling good and what is feeling forced or heavy or unpleasant in the things that I'm doing as well as my personal life and how I'm processing these circumstances and um, reacting to the thing that comes next. What actions am I taking that are benefiting me or that are not benefiting me? And what do I need to change? So all that ties into that Scorpio new moon of what felt good, what felt, what didn't, what felt heavy, what felt easy. And so those are the types of things that were coming to my attention. Even though I didn't set a specific new moon intention for that, the energies and continuing to focus on being intentional brought that stuff to the surface, right? Um, And so I started to build a new framework, like what will it look like moving forward so that I don't fall back on the busy work just for the sake of doing something? What feels good? What way of doing things feels good? And then uh, let's see. And so by this point in life, towards the, uh, between the October new moon and then get it, which was in October, end of October, October 25th, and moving into November, by this point, I was starting to see um, what my new normal was going to look like, what what circumstances, what my day-to-day would be looking like, where I would be living, all the things like that started to unfold, started to present themselves and like, okay. I can see how I'm moving forward now and um, how I would re how I would be reestablishing my practices, uh, what felt good, how they would look, how I'm going to have to change doing things from where I was before, how my setup would change. If you're watching this on Spotify and you look at previous lives, my background is different. So figuring out what and how it looks like moving forward. Um, I actually set, um, oh, the, so then coming into November, I think I jumped ahead of myself here when I said it was starting to see, to, to see new normal. It was into October, but the November new moon of Sagittarius, the Sagittarius new moon was on November 23rd. And so 
into moving into no, end of October, no, mid to end November into the Sagittarius new moon, that's when things like, okay, things are starting to play out. I'm seeing where I'm going to be and what life is going to look like, at least in the immediate future. And the Sagittarius new moon in November was the first new moon since September that I actually set a very basic new moon intention. I didn't dive deep. I didn't do the whole, you know, like card spread and journaling and things that I would normally have done before yet. But I set a very basic intention based on the energy of Sagittarius. And Sagittarius loves adventure. It's a fire sign. I'm an Aries, which is also a fire sign. So I set the intention of finding, inviting, and attracting adventure. Now, what that looked like, that's what I left open-ended. Was that continuing to go for walks? Was that continuing to find new places to walk? You know, so that was a very basic intention that I set. Inviting, as I'm writing it, it's like that really, it was very general. And that is the beauty of working with the moon and the zodiac. If you don't have a specific destination in mind, if you don't have a specific intention, you can look to the zodiac. And those are the energies that will be supported that lunar cycle. So Sagittarius is also about learning new things. It's also about uh, higher education, travel, adventure seeking, all these things. So I went with attracting, inviting, and uh, finding adventure and what that could look like. And the things that I that I got based on that are one, I found a book, a series of books called the Adventure Challenge Book. And they're different books. One is like a, the solo edition. So for like a single individual person, adventures to go on. Uh, family, there's a family edition. There's a couple's edition. There is, I think, um, like you could get a little spicy, like the naughty and nice type of adventure. And the the premise of the book, it's a book. And then it has different adventures for based on the category. So for a solo adventure, let's say that's the one that attracted me, that interested me, that you would find an adventure and it gives you the information like if it's going to be an all day adventure just a quick 15 minute or half hour if you will need equipment if you will need to travel that type of thing but then it's scratch off and so you don't know what the adventure is until you scratch it off and when you scratch it off you don't and you don't scratch it off until you know the criteria right so if you only have half an hour you wouldn't scratch off one for a whole day because that's the premise of like, just find out what it is and do it, knowing that you have the time because you've been given this other information. And I'm going to run away from the mic for just a second as I get some information for you guys. For, hopefully that wasn't too far away, for that set the second piece of adventure that I attracted because I don't remember the name very well. Okay, it was an app that came to my attention. And the app is uh, Rando Not. 
and it's spelled R-A-N-D-O and then not N-A-U-T, like astronaut. So Randonaut. And that is an app that you can also pick random adventures. You can look on that app and say, hey, you know, they have, I think, based on categories and location type of adventure if you want to travel, if you want to drive or walk. And one that I found was an, an area around here that is a local, um, what is it called? I think it was a monastery. So I'm saying that I think because I haven't gone to do it, haven't gone to check it out yet. But the time that I was planning on to was when all that rain came here in California. We had stretches of about three weeks of pretty active rain. So I did put it off because of that, but I have that on my things to check in on. And so two forms, two new forms of finding adventure and making it available to me in different ways, whether short periods of time, long periods of time, um, going somewhere or not. So those are two things that I attracted and found based on that intention. And I also, during that time frame, went on some new hikes, found new places to hike, identified areas that I wanted to check out. I went with my dad on a random hike out to, you know, the Griffith Park area, which if you're not from California or LA, won't mean anything. But we went to go check stuff out on a random weekday. It may have been a Friday, but still just went in the middle of the afternoon, checked it out. So finding these little ways of adventuring were brought to my attention. I attracted them. I manifested them by setting that very basic intention with the Sagittarius new moon. And that brings us to December, the December new moon, which is the Capricorn new moon. And that was on December 23rd. So just right before Christmas. And, um, Something that you will hear me talk about, or you may have heard if you've listened to previous lives or workshops or challenges that I have done, is I have incorporated several new years in the year for myself. And the Capricorn new moon in December, or sometimes it's into January, but the Capricorn new moon is my new year for my business. And that's not because my business started in January or December. It didn't. It started in April. My business has the same birth month that I do. We're both Aries. So the reason that the Capricorn new moon is the new year that I look at for my business, because it does tie in with the, the, fiscal, the fiscal calendar or the, not that's not the fiscal calendar because you can change that the Gregorian calendar. So what does the year ahead look like for my business? What do I want to grow in my business? And so with this new moon, I did um, realize I was, so I'm getting, I'm established. I was here, already here where you see me or where I am recording this from. So I was established in my new place. I have a new routine, what life looks like here. And so what does my business look like? What do I want to accomplish in my business? And I'm actually still getting clear on that, but I have journaled out some things. 
And I have put some things in place because of that. Planning is something I realized I need to improve on. Uh, my natural tendency is, you know, this um, um, spontaneous do things at will. Aries, heart of mine, is like, oh, I'll just figure it out. I'll do it when I want to. I'll do it when it feels good. And part of that is good. And also part of that is realizing that planning and structure and the discipline to stick to them is what actually creates that freedom that I desire. It creates the flexibility for me to do things on a whim. It creates the ability for me to take off a random afternoon without having to catch up too much, right? So implementing systems where I can batch create, finding a way to plan my tasks based on the element of, of, the, of the moon, what element, what sign and what element the moon is in on a day-to-day -day basis. And realizing that there are uh, systems that although I have resisted discipline and although I have resisted structure for so long because I don't want people telling me what to do, I don't want to have to follow any rules. That's very young, impetuous Aries me talking. And so realizing that moving into this role of CEO and entrepreneur and um, business owner and having multiple streams of income and being a multi-passionate entrepreneur that enjoys different things and has different components and aspects of my business requires discipline to plan, requires discipline to set intentions and set goals. However, it doesn't have to look like everyone says it has to look. I no longer do, or I never did, but I don't follow the January 1st deadline. I work with the lunar cycle energy, and that provides a time frame. And uh, as of the day I'm recording this, I just did a, a, a workshop today where I compared, I, I, I taught people or I shared how to look at the entire calendar year, a 12-month period, um, as a lunar cycle. So the macro lunar cycle where uh, winter from December to March is the intention setting time of the year. That's the new moon phase of the year. And then the uh, first quarter moon phase is from spring to June, right? And so it's not one hard day. It's not one hard deadline. It's a time frame. And then within that December to March intention setting time of the year, I can use each of those new moons to set different intentions or be intentional or whatever, you know, make changes, identify what I want. And so it gives me a buffer. It gives me time to work with. There may be some years that I am gung-ho, ready, set, and have everything planned out in January. And more realistically, most of the time I won't but I can have an idea. And with the Capricorn new moon, I can start the process of what do I want my business here to look like? What do I, what systems do I need to implement to grow? How can I improve from the previous year? So having this time frame and using the energy of the Zodiac is how I created these multiple new years for myself throughout the year. It gives me time to focus on individual things at different types times of the year instead of trying to have my whole life and business goals and destinations ready right off the bat.
Um, so that is the Capricorn new moon is my business new year. So my intention at this new moon was to establish and improve systems and routines in my business. And those systems and routines that I learned that I was made aware of that I need to focus on is planning and knowing ahead of time. This is what I learned in the December, the Capricorn lunar cycle for me to be successful in accomplishing the tasks that move me forward and identifying the, you know, prioritizing the ones that are important versus busy work that I've already learned I want to let go of is to know ahead of time what I will be working on. So for example, I'm recording this on a Sunday. So this evening I will do a brain dump of the, of the things I know or want to get done this week. Then I'll prioritize them and then I'll plot them out throughout the week based on the element and the sign that the moon is in, in each day of the week, or, you know, it's in one sign and element for a couple days. And I plan my week out that way. So that way it doesn't look like, oh, every Monday I have to do this. And every Friday I have to do this. And this is always, you know, a writing day. It allows me to flow and ebb and flow and tap into the energies that are supporting various tasks and I can plan them out ahead of time. And so have I been perfect at it? No, not yet. But I'm in the process of implementing that. I'm making that my focus. And I started the groundwork. I planted the seeds with this lunar cycle. And um, I ask myself, in order to identify what will benefit me, who do I need to be and show up as to move my business forward? And that guiding question helps me to prioritize my tasks. And also when I start, when I catch myself being distracted or giving in, you know, falling back on old patterns is like, is this moving me in the direction that I want? Is this how future Patty, who is a 100% self-employed business owner, spends her day? Is this, you know, how the activities that she focuses on? And when she does fall off the band, you know, I want to say bandwagon, but when she does fall off track and out of the habits, how does she get back? And is this doing that? So always keeping in mind what my ideal is and how my current circumstances differ from that. And how do I need to show up to move closer to those results? Um, And then really, and I have I have received this lesson. I know this lesson. So I'm learning it more. It's like being embedded. The universe is going, okay, the reason you're not growing is because you haven't learned and established this lesson yet. And so this lesson is establishing discipline and structure is what leads to the freedom and flexibility I desire. It is that simple. And it is up to me to establish that discipline. It's up to me to be disciplined, not for someone else to discipline me. That's what I resist. That's what my old story of discipline was. It's bad. It's hurtful. It doesn't feel good. And yes, there are things that don't feel good, but knowing that I'm working towards something that I desire and that a goal that is genuinely and an intention that is genuinely my own versus what I think it should be or what someone else wants it to be or thinks it should be 
that's how you identify if you're working towards something that is genuinely yours. Is it worth dealing with the hard shit to get to what you want? Is it, you know, or is it just like, oh no, I can't imagine doing this another time. Is it getting, you know, is it enough to get you through the challenging parts to go keep going for that goal? Because the ones that you don't give up on and the ones that you keep coming back to and persevere through those hard times and those times that you feel you haven't made as much success as you wanted to or made as much progress, when you keep coming back to them and you say, yes, I'm going to continue, you know, going through this muck that doesn't feel good right now because it's going to happen because this is a desire of mine and it doesn't feel like you're dragging a chain up a hill, you know, because oh, you're supposed to want this, or this is what I should be going after. No, that's a clear sign that it's most likely not. So that brings us to now, the Aquarius new moon, and I will share my Aquarius uh, lunar lessons next month, round about the time of the Pisces uh, new moon. So I hope this was helpful. This was a little bit longer because like I said, I'm recapping each month, you know, as I do them one at a time, won't be as long. And hopefully this shows you that it's not always going to look the same. It's okay if you don't stick to it right away. We have to learn a new way of doing it. That learning curve takes time, sometimes a little bit of time, sometimes a longer bit of time. And that we will continue attracting the lessons that we need to move us forward until we learn them. <laughs> until we learn them. So if you keep experiencing the same lessons or the same uh, sticking points or whatever, that's a lesson that needs to be learned so that it, you can then move to the next stage and the next step. So it's all up to us focusing on yourself, who you are becoming, what you are identifying that needs to be done? And are you willing to stick with it because it's something that you love, because it's something that you're passionate about? Um, or are you doing it because you think it's the thing to do, but you don't really love it? So I invite you, I would love to hear your feedback, comments, and to for you to share this episode out if you think it will benefit someone. And also, if you have feedback, I would love to hear it in the comments. And in the show notes, in the future, you will see the link to that bonus episode podcast, um, the episode number and the link that I referenced. And you will also find a link for my manifesting songs playlist. That is a free playlist I created on Spotify. And getting that, clicking on that link and opting in will get you on my email list so that you'll get the emails letting you know when new podcast episodes are out, when new stuff is coming up and all the good things here at Blue Moon Manifestation. So thank you for listening to the Moon, oh, I'm sorry, the Rockstar Manifestors podcast. And I will see you and talk to you soon. Bye guys.